Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com, because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 272, for Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? Uh, Welcome to the podcast. If it is your first time listening, hey, it is me, comedian Josh Williams, uh, earthling, all sorts of other stuff, uh, financial tech, field manager, all sorts of different things that I do. Uh, This is me telling you what's going on with my life every week. Uh, Some might argue there has been a couple little hiatuses over the last uh, year, Uh, but we are hopefully done with those and back for good. Um, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit, uh, some of the festivals that I worked this week at my day job and some of the more, you know, interesting little takeaways. I got to have dinner with my lovely, my lovely, my, the, the, the love of my life, uh, crystal. Um, what else? Uh, I started watching, uh, a show fourth season of a show and, uh, and then I'll do, you know, we'll get to the top five and all that fun stuff a little later on. Um, but let's start with, um, let's start with just a quick little plug for you guys. So if you want 50 bucks for free, uh, just give me an email, send it to contact at one man podcast.com. I will send you $50 from the company I work for Neo just to try out our cashback card done. Okay. 50 bucks for free. Been doing it. That's basically what I do all day, every day, but I want to share some love with you guys too, and put some extra money back in your pockets. So, uh, moving on, I did, uh, two festivals this week. We did, uh, one called Lebanese fest. And, uh, I know it's a little hard to tell what it was from the name. No, I'm kidding. It was a, it was a big festival for the Lebanese community in my city of Ottawa here in Canada. And, um, it was an interesting little thing. I didn't know what to expect, um, just based on the name, but there was a big like center. Uh, it it was, it was done next to a church, had a very, very big lot and, uh, and they had rides and a, a big stage for music, like quite, quite a large stage for music, to be honest with you, all sorts of, of, uh, Lebanese food available for purchase and things like that. And then of course there was like a, a big center way of, um, like merchants and stuff, right? Like hello fresh was next to us. Uh, you know, we had Rogers and, and wind mobile or whatever, sorry, freedom, freedom mobile. The wind title was gone. Like the wind. And I've also, sorry, I should say that I spent the entire week trying to get over uh, a chest cold, had a bit of a sore throat, had a cough. Um, I tested daily, no COVID. I even rolled around one of the Q-tips in some of the uh, stuff that I was producing to be like, oh, well, what better sample than the, you know, <laughs> that gross stuff that's coming up, right? That'll have, that'll have your friggin', you know, your sample, your specimen, um, but, but tested negative uh, and I'm on the, the back end of it, but I'm, my, my voice is still a little rough from, uh, from the experience, but, uh, but I was a good bitch guys. I worked long and hard this week, uh, like 10 to 12 hour days every day. 
Um, and then when the weekend was finally over, I got to, to rest a little bit, but Lebanese fest was kind of cool. Um, the, the main takeaways, like, I mean, because I was working so much, didn't really have an opportunity to partake much the very last day. I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk around and see what all is here. And they had, I'm, I was surprised to see all the things that they had. Um, like I said, I, I mean, I guess where I came in, I, I saw all of the vendors and food vendors and the main stage, but I couldn't see all of the rides and, and carnival games and stuff. And, uh, they had, they had quite a bit and it, it honestly took me back to my childhood. Of course, a lot of these machines are probably the same ones from when I was young. Um, you could tell just by looking at them that, uh, they haven't, they haven't updated these games in like 40 years. You know what I mean? Like they had, uh, just walking down like the, 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 I guess they used to call it the midway. Maybe it still is the midway. But you've got all the games, right, where you win stuffed animals, and they had the, you know, the traditional, uh, what was it? They put two hockey pucks on top of each other, and you have to slide a puck and hit the bottom one and knock them both off the back. I don't know if you guys know this, but a lot of these carnival games actually have, like, they're they're designed so just with physics so that you can't win. Like, you have to have, like, the the perfect spot with the perfect momentum, you hit something too hard. And what you do is you knock the bottom one out and transfers the top puck onto the one that you hit it with kind of thing. Um, there's other games where it's like, you know, knock over the three milk jugs. Right. But of course, just based on how they, how they line them up, they put one slightly further back. So just, you know, uh, momentum shift and everything. Anyways, the, 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 we all know carnival games are rigged. Then they had the ones, um, you know, with the, the, the piece of paper with the stars on it and you shoot darts at it. And depending on what, you know, thing you hit, you win something, they have the old, uh, water gun spray, the little target and your, your bear will go all the way up. First one to the top wins a prize. Uh, they had all that, that old shit. There wasn't a ton of games, but I just remember seeing some of these old ones going like, fuck, there's nothing new. They had like a basketball one, but I was like, I'm stand Like if you stood at the front of the game, the basketball net is two feet from your you know, two feet from you. Like I could reach and put the ball in. So I was like, it's gotta be for like little kids or something like that. Because I'm like, I could in the basket, give me my prize. You know what I mean? Um, that was, that one was weird. Usually the basketball nets be way in the back and you gotta, you know, shoot it from a certain night, whatever, whatever. Um, but I was just like, yeah, I was surprised that none of these things have been updated. Like you never, I haven't seen any new, type games, whatever. In fact, I remember some of the old fairs and stuff I went to used to have a lot more, like they'd have like the ring toss and stuff like that. Um, I I've even noticed a few years ago when I was at Canada's Wonderland, they all seem to be the same. You know what I mean? The whack-a-mole is still there every now and again, they will change what the animal is that pops up, but that's literally just putting a different top on a peg. Right. I don't know. Do you guys know anywhere? Like, have you seen any places where they update these carnival games? Right? Like, it's almost like this is how I look at it. Okay. I've also noticed that on my phone, uh, I'm getting a lot of magic tricks popping up because I look at them. Right. But like, you ever notice like the same magic tricks that, that, you know, 40 years ago, it's like, they don't do them anymore because now everybody knows how they work. Right. So you think, you know, you update the magic, you're doing more illusions. I saw this one guy on, uh, I don't know what it was. It was either on Facebook or Instagram, but I'm sure it was a TikTok video that I had transferred. And the guy was like, watch the bottle cap. And he's like tapping his palm and goes one, two, and then right before three throws it over his shoulder and then go boom. And you even see it in the video, see him throw it away. And you're like, that's not impressive. You know what I mean? I saw what you did. Um, but I guess like it was more like, oh, but it's a reaction of the person who was watching, but I don't know. I just, I find that the, the carnival games 
we most of us already know how they work. You'd think that they could update them, but I guess a lot of them are built right into the back of these trailers. So like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously they're expensive and you know, these, these traveling carnies, some of them, you know, uh, there was this one guy he was working like, do you know that old, okay. So let me, let me recenter myself on what I'm telling you guys is I watched the games and at first I was like, huh, you know what I mean? I'm just like, I, I, they're just so plain and basic, you know, the, as an adult, you're like, oh my God, the stuffed animals are so cheap and shitty. Like, I don't know. It's, um, excuse me. It was just fascinating to see them to go like, wow, like, I don't feel like they've updated them. Same as like, you know, like watching old magic tricks. Oh, there's a quarter behind your ear. Well, let's just, you know, just some, some, some cool little fucking sleight of hand coin flippery. Oh, I don't see it in your hand. Then. What's this? Wow. Like, okay. You know what I mean? But we all know it like update it, right? Where's the, where's the David Blaine's Chris angels, uh, Justin Willman's of, of carnival games. Right. So I walked around too, and I saw, um, other rides. I saw they had like, you know, the spinning, basically the spinning teacups, except it was pumpkins. Um, I'm sure back in the day they were apples or whatever, but you know, uh, that, that sort of one, they're all spinning around each other. They had that, they had a, uh, merry-go-round, which is, I think a classic merry-go-round is a classic for little kids. Um, they had the little motorcycles, you know, the ones that go up and down, up and down, like a lot of these ones that just kind of spin, right. Then they had the classic, uh, gator, right. The little gator roller coaster that goes in a circle, right. Nothing super spectacular, but if you're from a town that doesn't have a theme park, or if you've never been to one as a little kid, it's wow, it's exciting. Right. But you're basically just going in a circle. Um, they had the pirate ship. And, uh, and then they had another one called area 51 that was effectively, um, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was basically just spinning, spinning, uh, seats that would kind of go up on an angle. So you're spinning low and high, you know, like kind of like a, a night, what do you call it? 45 degree angle. Right. And just, you know, up and down. I don't know. It was, that one was mildly impressive. Um, I'll be honest with you. Like as an adult, I kind of just like, you know, that with these carnivals, they're like building them in a day or two and then tearing them down in a day or two. Those ones scare me, even though it's not super high, there's not a ton of high ones. Like you're kind of like, well, this shit was built like in a hurry, you know, like how bad could someone get hurt if like one of the bolts is ready to break or whatever, cause it's being pulled in and out, in and out. I'm, I'm infinitely more uh, comfortable, even on the scarier rides at like a big theme park, because you're like, you know, they built it like once checked it and it's just maintained at that point. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not taking it apart, putting it together, taking it apart, putting it together, just working on that, uh, hometown hockey tour that I did back in the fall, you know, like we were setting up, you know, stuff that didn't have a ton of weight on it and just watching like how we had to build, build and tear down some of the, the, like the, the, the walls and the flag things, whatever we, we had, I don't even know what to call them. They were just like, oh, fuck guys. I'm so sorry. Anyways, they were like these trusses. I believe they're called trusses. Anyways, just putting them in every week got harder and harder because every time we built them and tore them down, they'd get banged up. You know what I mean? So like all of a sudden something that used to fit in one area got like banged up and now it was oval instead of circle. And we had to bang it back together to stick it through, you know, uh, every now and again, one just wouldn't line up with the holes because it had been banged up too much. So it's like, okay, well that one, we're not going to put a pin in. So I can only imagine how these like 40 year old, you know, uh, carnival rides are all banged up. I don't know. I, I, I don't 
I, I guess it's, it's kind of like, I was fascinated with their build. I was walking around going like those pirate ships go quite high. Like, I'm like, I wonder how many trucks that breaks down into, you know what I mean? How fast does that go up? That kind of like fascination. I mean, I should probably do like a, a YouTube time-lapse, but I just, I just man, it, like imagine somebody's kid getting hurt on one of these rides and they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One sec. I'll be right back. And they just fucking take off the guy running the uh, motorcycles and the pumpkins um, definitely looked carnyish, but it was so funny. He sounded like a woman and that's not a bad thing. It's just unexpected because he's, he's basically, you know, like we were, we were, our tent was set up in such a way that he was always coming at us from kind of like, uh, you know, our three o'clock, maybe four o'clock. So kind of behind us, but, and, and off to the side, but you just hear someone like, all right, everybody get on the rides and have a good time. Like, like I, I can't even do it because my voice doesn't pitch that way, but it just like, you'd hear like, a, all right, everybody you guys ready to have fun. Okay. It's going to be a lot of fun. You guys and you look over and you're like, oh God, this is toothless fucking sunburnt fucking hillbilly running the rides. It was, uh, it was odd. It was odd. Um, I wonder where a lot of these, these companies come from, right? Because I know that, uh, in Ottawa, the exhibition, uh, it's what it used to be called the X when I was little. Um, it came from all over, all over the place. Like I know they used to do carnivals all over North America, right? They'd be running stuff all the time. So they'd be up, up in Canada during the summertime, whatnot. But, um, I remember my grandfather who was a police officer used to work with a gentleman named Wilbur, his wife, Willie May. And I remember every time the X would come, we would go visit Wilbur and Willie May because they were part of the, I don't know if they were night security or, or whatever he was, but, but my grandfather uh, used to be a police officer and the two of them met years before I was born, working security somewhere, um, Lord knows where, and they just stayed friends. Um, and then I guess this other guy was part of the, part of the, the, the X, the exhibition in some fashion. And, uh, anyways, we used to go visit them all the time, but he was like from Florida, right? Like he was Wilbur and Willie May. It was uh, it was a black gentleman. Um, it was just, it was kind of cool. I was like, it was like my first introduction to that, like Southern accent flavor or whatever. I really never thought anything of it. It was just, it was just Wilbur and Willie May, right? I was a little kid, so I didn't even know where they were from. But, you know, as I got all, I'm like, oh yeah, they must've traveled with the carnival and whatever. I don't know. I, that whole carny thing is fascinating to me. So if we have any onesies out there who are maybe a little informed as to how that stuff works, like I'm talking about Lebanese fest and all I'm talking about is the carnival part. You know, the Lebanese food was uh, good. I think I was too busy working and we didn't have like a staff room, right? We're working in a tent. I don't like, uh, I don't like eating in front of customers. So uh, I don't do it, but I uh, didn't get a chance to partake, excuse me, in any of that. I'm so sorry, guys. I slept until 11 a.m. It's it's just before two. I shouldn't be yawning, but I am. I tried to do it in an earlier day. Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it's just because I fucking worked my ass off for a week, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was fascinated by the whole festival. The fact that they were able to put such a cool little carnival in like a church parking lot, um, was really impressive. It was really, really impressive. Um, and I heard that they made a lot of money for a good cause. I ran into a lot of my, my, my Lebanese friends. Um, it was really cool too, to see like so many people like Ottawa's a big city, uh, a lot of people here. And, uh, it was really cool that I, just about everybody I know who's Lebanese was there at, at one of the days it went from, uh, from Thursday, if I'm not mistaken till Sunday. So uh, four days, I really feel like it was Wednesday. Oh, it did start Wednesday. We set it up Wednesday uh, morning and it launched Wednesday evening. So yeah, it was five days and uh, it was a cool little festival. They raised a lot of money for their community. It was super cool to be a part of that. Um, also on Saturday, 
was the Hope Beach Volleyball Festival, which we had a tent too. Surprisingly, both of these uh, were on opposite sides of the uh, of the of, of the street from each other. Well, in a manner of speaking, Riverside runs down, and then on one side is Mooney's Bay, and the other side is the street that had the the church. So it was like a you know a one block walk from from one to the other. So I had two teams. Hope Beach Volleyball is definitely for uh, for the young the young people. Um, it's a volleyball tournament. Hope is the acronym for helping other people everywhere. Um, it's a, it's a big fundraiser, charity fundraiser tournament that they do every year. It's super, super popular. The Mooney's Bay beach is absolutely packed. Um, at this point I was full blown sick. I really wasn't feeling well. Um, but we had so much going on that day that I wasn't able to take it off. Um, and I went to every single one of our locations that way. I went to both malls. I went to Lebanese fest and I went to hope. And then I was back and forth between all of them. Like it wasn't just one, one visit. It was like back and forth. So I, uh, I, I ran my ass off that day. Um, but hope beach is for the young people in the sense that it is, you know, a bikini get drunk beach party fest, uh, local radio station was there banging like music all over the place like to the point where we were down the street at lebanese fest and we could still hear the bass just thump 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 and and they had music at lebanese fest you could hear hope over their their music um and just once you were on the grounds of hope beach you could feel the bass pounding in your chest um so loud and i had a like a bad, bad sinus headache along with the cough that day um it was just brutal um, there was also sand, like just in the air, like it looked like fog or smog because of how much just sand and dust was being kicked up in the air. Um, it's for the young guys that were there, they were excited. Why? Because there's women walking around in little string bikinis and stuff like that all day long, just asses hanging out all over the place. And it's funny. I don't know when I felt the shift. Um, I just don't care about that anymore. I don't know. I don't know what happened to me. Um, I don't know if this is gonna be funny or not because I, I, it's, I could make it funny by being really judgmental of the people that I saw. Like the dudes are there with like nothing on, you know what I mean? Like they got their, their shirts off and their chests shaved and oiled up and all that stuff. Like it really is. A, it was a meat market. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're out there and you're basically, it was like live Tinder. You know what I mean? Everybody's putting on their best, trying to look their best. You know what I mean? I mean, some people were just out there having fun. Don't get me wrong, but you could just see where, and there was like attitude on everybody. That was the biggest thing. Like we're there offering, uh, you know, free, free money with Neo, whatever, but just everybody just had this attitude. Like they were better. You saw couples fighting and shit like that because why were you talking to that guy? Whatever. I don't know. But in terms of me, just like, you know, my, my buddies were like, Oh my God, man, this is so great. You know, they're looking around everywhere. Uh, buddies, I should, my staff, I apologize. My staff was like, eh, you know, look at it. Look at this. What's going on. Oh my God. Look at that girl. Look at that. And I, I don't know, guy, I'm being, I'm being totally honest with you. I mean, some of you might be like, yeah, right. I'm dead serious. Um, it was, you know, what's funny. I think, and I'll be honest with you. I, I think I was more, um, I was more excited by seeing someone walk by with like a really nice face and a smile. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I know it sounds crazy because you'd think like, oh, whatever. but I just, there, your, your body, it is important to take care of it. And Hey, if you got a good one, good for you. But I don't, there's so many issues. 
right? Like if you're, if I, I look at a woman who's like in amazing shape, the same way I would look at a woman. Well, this isn't fair. Maybe see, this is why I'm, I'm not trying to make it funny. I'm just being honest, right? Isn't that what this podcast is? You get to, you get to peek behind the curtain of the comedian. I, I think the people that are like these women who are like really, I guess, is it fair to say you can just tell when someone's trying to, to draw focus to it, right? There's some people just, I'm wearing a bathing suit. I'm comfortable. Then there's some people who are like, I am, I am going out of my way to put my assets on display. Okay. And I'm just saying to me, those people who need you to look at them, right? Like the, like the Instagram videos and stuff where it's like basically a cleavage person's face isn't even in it. Right. You're like, look at my tits. Right. And I just, I guess, I guess I feel like I've been unplugged from the matrix where I now like, no, I, if that's who you are, where you're like, look at my tits is like the, that's, there's nothing else to you. Right? Like you couldn't, there was nothing else, right? They'll put a little inspirational quote like that's for, or that has nothing to do with it. That you may as, I would honestly have way more respect for someone who's like, look at my tits. Aren't they nice? And that's it. Then like, oh, when you get hit hard, the harder you get back up shows real, I don't know, fucking, it's all bullshit. Right? So I don't know this, this being there that day, I don't know. It just made me kind of sad. You know, it, I also think it's because I, I kind of, I'm, I'm absolutely in love with my partner. You know what I mean? I love her. I think she's the most beautiful girl in the world. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not really looking for anything else. Right. And I also have like a fucking million demons that, that she, you know, supports me through whatever. So just like anytime I see another woman, it's like, you don't know me, right? You don't know me. You don't care about me. I, I have the best person. Like I'm so happy in my relationship, you know, I'm not saying I don't see these things going by, but my knee jerk reaction isn't like, Oh my God, I wish I could be with that. It's not, it's just, you know, I hope she develops a personality. I hope that, that, you know, I hope that she's not just, you know, looks fade, looks fade, you know, that's why I've never invested in them guys. I've invested in my personality. Oh, uh, fuck. I'm full of shit. No, I had my own demons, but like the whole idea is, is like I said, I look at, I look at a 10, you know, putting herself on display, showing off her access with the same lens that I look at someone who might be 500 pounds. And you're just like, I see issues there. You know what I mean? You don't need to be looked at. You don't need that level of attention if you're secure in who you are and things like that. You know what I mean? So you know, go on my girlfriend's Facebook or Instagram profile. She doesn't have a bunch of pictures of like, look at me, look at me, you know, she's not thirst trapping and stuff like that. You know, she's a cool person. She's a cool chick. I, she's absolutely beautiful. And she doesn't get her validation by having a bunch of strangers like pictures of her cleavage. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. If you're one of my listeners and you, you do that, like I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on you. I'm just saying that to someone like me. I, I don't see that and go, wow, you're so hot. I'm like, oh man, I want you so bad. I'm like, I want happiness for you. And I hope someday you can put on a sweater and a smile. Ugh. I just feel old. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't show up at these events anymore. and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't care. You know, I just don't care that that stuff is wasted on me. Does that happen to all of you guys? I know I have some older listeners guys. Does that happen to you now? Where you're just like, I know, I, I also, just for the record, I know comics and other people who are well older than me and like married with kids and they fucking look around all the time and they flirt and they, I don't know. That's, I find that particularly, I don't know, just overall, I, I'm kind of, I'm okay with, with 
you know, not seeing that stuff. This is an interesting thing. Um, just, yeah, like I was, I was worried this podcast would be short, but now I've got stuff to talk about. I don't know. It comes to me in conversation. Um, when my buddy Chad was up, one of the things that I wanted to do for him was to take him to a strip club. Um, I have no interest in strip clubs. I never think to do it. I'm not honestly, again, maybe I'm just fucking some people out there like, what a loser. He's got no fun. I, I used to be into them, man, I, but it didn't take me very long to, to be like, I don't like this. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like anything like you're, you're there for five minutes. You're like, yeah, they're all naked. I get it. Like, and the beer is, is domestic and it's gross and it's $12 a bottle. This isn't fun. Um, but, and it's, you know, I, I'm guys, I'm honestly, I'm even the same with like live music. I don't like being at a bar with my friends having drinks and conversation all of a sudden, bang, like out of nowhere. I didn't even see it right. They're set up around the corner or something. And there's all of a sudden there's fucking music playing. It's so loud. You can't talk like that's got nothing to do with sex or sexualism or anything like that. That's just, it's not my scene. I don't like going to live outdoor concerts. Blues Fest was here in Ottawa, which was a, a huge festival. Hasn't been on since COVID, but was back this year. Everyone has a great time. It's outdoors, you know, good bands, that kind of shit's not my thing. I actually went to it a few years ago to see the Foo Fighters. Like I, I will do it on an occasion, but like I, I, Kamar, my roommate, he buys the festival pass every year. He's there every single day for hours at a time, just standing a big crowd of people. Um, probably going to bring home COVID again. I bet you. But, um, it's just one of those things where you're like, I, I don't want to stand around outside, you know? I don't know. I'm getting really, I, like I used to be a super extrovert and now I'm just, I'm just not into it. But the, the, the thing I brought up about the strip club is because I have no interest in them personally, but Chad in the small town that he's in, he, he can't, he can't go to strip clubs. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's to me, it's a rite of passage as a male to be able to do that and go And honestly, I'll even like, I'll even point the fucking, uh, judgmental mirror inside. Maybe there was a part of me that wanted to be like the cool guy that like brought him to one. I don't know. I, I, I can't say that that's my motive. Maybe there's something subconscious in there that was like that, but I was like, I wanted him to have fun. There was a lot of, of, you know, things that he got to do up here. He got to have his first drink in a restaurant as an adult, right? Cause he's 19 and he can't drink in the States. So, you know, it's kind of cool that, that he was able to go out in a patio, have a meal, have a beer, like a gentleman, like that was, that was something that was fun. Um, so I don't know. Part of me was like, he's never like, also we have a, like a, a casino here where I was thinking of bringing him and never, never, never crossed my mind again. I was working too much, but, um, I never brought him to the strip club, but it was one of those things where I'm like, Oh, I wanted to do that for him again. I have no interest in them whatsoever, but it was something that I wanted to do. Even he was like, Oh, I don't think I want to do that. Like, all right, I, I don't need to do that. So that's weird. That's one that I'm looking at myself. I'm like, why did I feel the need to do that? I have no interest in them. I never go to them. But why did I want that? I don't know. I guess maybe there's just, I think if I'm being completely honest, I think that there's a part of me that wanted to show him all these, these experiences that he's never had. And then I probably somewhere subconsciously wanted him to associate all that cool stuff with me. You know what I mean? So maybe, maybe I do have my own shit. Well, fuck. If you guys listen to this podcast, you know, I have my own shit. So yeah, but I guess for me, it was, I wanted to have him associate all of these cool things uh, with me. And then that would, that would raise my value to my friend. So there you go. See, we're all dealing with demons. I just have, uh, you know, for myself, I just try to look inward and say, where, where is this coming from? So 
Yeah, but I again, just talking about it, I was like, yeah, I was telling you guys, I'm like, I don't know why. It looks like I do know why. I probably wanted him to associate all those things with me. So, and I know Chad listens to the podcast, so uh, there it is, buddy. Maybe I'll get one of my my gross friends that likes to go to titty bars to take you. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know, guys. I just, I'm at this age now where like, I just, I'm not, I'm not looking. And when I look at something, I don't know. This one, I don't know off the top of my head. It's just a, a fascinating thing to like, look at stuff that you're supposed to like as a guy, right? I'm supposed to love tits and ass. I'm supposed to be just absolutely, uh, uh, what do you call it? Not immune. The opposite. I'm supposed to be, um, <laughs> I'm supposed to succumb to all of these people walking around tits and, ass, and I don't, I'm just like, you know what? I, I don't care. And it's a, sh- uh, whatever. Why do you guys listen to this fucking podcast? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't, I don't. But it's just, that's, that was Hope Beach for me, was watching my little, my little buddies, my, my staff get all excited and just think to myself, like, ugh, you know, I think Louis CK had a bit about that when he was young, he used to go to the bar. I'm going to, I'm not, not going to butcher it, but I also am not going to do the whole bit, but he's just saying how, like, I used to be, you know, at a bar and I'd look at like that beautiful girl at the bar and be like, oh my God, she's an angel. How could I ever, how could I ever be with that? He's like, now as like a 40 year old man, he's like, what the, f- what is that? Is that, how's that an identity? It's like, oh, what do you do? Uh, people want to fuck me. Like, really? That's you. That's what you do. <laughs> like, so I don't know. It's, it's, I guess I kind of feel like that. There's, is just, uh, I don't know, with kids now wanting to make sure that they're happy and they don't get treated like a fucking object. Ah, man, did I get fucking boring or I grew up one of those two things or both of those things I'm not fucking boring i'm still fun to be around i just uh this is just not my scene and oh man did my boss want to be the guy who was at hope all day you know what i mean uh it was just funny so i, I mean you know i hope he enjoyed it i wasn't there i was running around so you know the times that i did pop in it was a thing but i'm glad that uh I'm glad he enjoyed himself. I'm glad my, my staff enjoyed himself. I'm sure a lot of people caught something that day, not COVID related. Um, there was even when we were packing up, tearing down, there was a guy who was so drunk. He was stumbling into us and then like over our assets. And he looked like he was quite literally any second, just going to project the vomit. I'm like, ah, if he pukes all over our stuff, I am not putting it in my car. You know what I mean? I think, uh, you guys ever see Along Came Polly with Ben Stiller? He's like a risk assessment guy for like insurance companies. The whole thing is just like looking at everything and assessing the risk. I feel like that's me lately. Like instead of just having a good time, right? Everyone's looking at the at the guys and girls and their outfits and I'm sitting there going, there's fucking sand all over this tent. I got to put this in my car later. You know, boy, I hope I can expense a detailing at the end of the summer for all the shit that I've, you know what I mean? Like that's my, that's my fucking brain now is looking at the work I have to do. Maybe that's, maybe that's what growing up is. You stop looking forward to the fun stuff and you just focus on all the shit that you have to do. There's a, there is a saying that I like, it's like, yeah, you know, you don't get, you don't stop playing because you get old, you get old because you stop playing. And I'm, I'm trying to be fun. Nobody ever believes me when I say I'm on the fucking back nine of 39, you know, but they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, but they're like, but you're fun and you're, you're funny. And I'm like, yeah, well. Um, Joey Elias, uh, Joey and I did an interview. It's available in the podcasts, but I know Joey, um, good friend of mine. And we are going to do one that's more like formal interview. I guess we just kind of shooting the shit last time, but Joey, um, 
he says like, he's like, you know, I've gone come to a point in my life where I've realized like, I'm going to get older, but I'm never going to grow up. So, I mean, I kind of feel that way about myself. Oh, geez. One sec, guys, I got to cough. Okay. See, so, yeah, with the pause button, the old me would have to like cover the mic or just hack up along <laughs> off. But uh, now I can pause, cough, come right back to you. Um, so yeah, hope was a thing. Lebanese fest was a thing. Um, I, uh, what's another thing? What's another thing to talk about here, guys? I got to, uh, I got to go have dinner with the love of my life. The other night we went to have dinner at the keg. We had, I was, and I was like, kind of like, she's, she got a, she's got some cool stuff going on at work, some definite, definite cause for celebration. Um, so I was like, well, let's go have dinner at the keg. I don't get a lot of time off. You know, I can, I can cut off for uh, an hour and have dinner with you. So we went to the keg. We got this really cool appetizer that we like, which I'm sure we can make at home for infinitely less. Um, and might even do that to be totally honest with you. I think we might do that. Um, we got, uh, it's like, it's like Brie. It's not a full wheel of Brie, I don't think, or, or, or it's a smaller wheel of Brie. Anyways, there's Brie, Brie on the plate. And then they put like pesto and they do red pepper jelly. And then these like little, little toast bites or whatever. And it's just literally Brie pesto. Oh my God. That's my favorite. I don't even think I touched the red pepper jelly. Um, but it's a great little appetizer to, to pick at, uh, and a little amuse bouche. Um, I actually think a amuse bouche is a one, a one bite, uh, thing if I'm not mistaken, but I, I mean, I can look into that. I'm not really sure. But it was a nice appetizer for sure. Um, then we both had teriyaki steak, which was a delicious. It was a sirloin, eight ounce sirloin, nice teriyaki sauce on it. Um, and then what else? Uh, oh, and we had creme brulee for dessert. Creme brulee is one of Crystal's favorite desserts, if not her favorite. Um, and she loves to to crack the sugar on the top. She just whacks it with her spoon. It's cute. That's cute. Um, when we were in Vegas, uh, we had creme brulee almost everywhere we went just because she's a, a fan and wanted to try it in different places. Um, so yeah, uh, big fan of creme brulee. So we had that. It was just nice. It was nice to sit and have dinner. It was nice to see the love of my life. She had been sick for a while. I was not feeling the best. So it's just nice to see her. I miss her so much. She even brought me uh, last night, um, some shepherd's pie. She makes amazing shepherd's pie and, uh, and occasionally she'll do it with sweet potato instead of regular potato. Absolutely delicious. Um, she's taking care of her, her family right now. Everybody's kind of, you know, needing help or whatever. Or, uh, we, we just had, a a new baby enter the family. Um, so she was taking care of her sister who was, uh, basically just getting the hang of this mom thing now. You know what I mean? As, as I'm sure every new mother does. Um, so she was, she'd made her dinner and then put a little aside for me cause she knows I love it. Uh, that was nice. Um, but yeah, overall the meal was great. It was, uh, uh, probably the most, uh, pfft. it was like the nicest thing I was able to do, uh, for myself, not for myself with myself. I don't know. It was the, it was the most self care thing that I've been able to do in a while is just being able to have a nice dinner with the love of my life. Uh, and then I went back to work, huzzah, like literally left and then went, worked till like 11 PM. So, uh, yeah, s basically stole off at like seven back for eight. I don't know. It was crazy. It was crazy, but I liked it. It was, it was nice. I loved it. Um, and you guys want to know something super cool. The keg is a 10% instant cashback partner with Neo. 
So when I used my card to pay, I think it was like 170 bucks and I got $17 instant cash back. So how about that? Huh? Spending a nice amount on a meal and getting 10% back unprecedented guys, you want 50 bucks and cash back contact the one man podcast.com. I'll send you the link. That wasn't a shameless plug. I actually forgot about that till right at the end when I was like, Oh yeah. And I got some money back too. Um, I started watching stranger things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that guys. Right into the mic. I apologize. Uh, I started watching stranger things. Uh, and by that, I mean, started watching the fourth season cause I have seen the previous seasons and I am trying to get through that because I really don't spend a lot of time just watching TV. Um, I find that the shows that I want to watch do require you to pay attention to what's going on. You can miss three minutes just by going to the bathroom to take a pee or bringing some dishes out into the kitchen. And somebody told you something that was, you know, plot changing, right? So I, I just, if I'm going to watch a show, I got to be able to just sit and watch it. And I don't have a lot of time to do that. Um, as I'm sure you guys don't either. Right. So, um, this week's top five is actually funny enough, top five shows I'm trying to finish. These are all shows that I've started and, um, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe a season or two or three or four into, and, um, these are the ones that I'm trying to get finished. These are the top five shows I'm trying to finish. And I would love to hear from some of you guys. If there is a top five shows that you're trying to finish, that might, uh, might be a little fun for all of us. Right. So, uh, coming in at number five is the boys boys is on Amazon prime and I believe it's an Amazon prime exclusive. And I, uh, I'm, I'm going to the third season. That's where I'm at. I've watched season one and two. Um, so for those of you who don't know what it is, the boys is a show about superheroes. However, the fascinating take on this is that like, it's basically like, okay, so let's say superheroes existed. They wouldn't just be hiding off in a cave somewhere waiting to do good or whatever, right? They are quite literally known by the public. Um, and they're actually, they work for a corporation. So kind of like everything, right? It'd be owned by a corporation or someone would buy it or whatever. So they basically have what's called the seven and that's their, their superhero team or whatever. It's basically like their version of the Avengers. But what happens is the corporation decides what things they go in and, and help out in and what things they don't. Um, it's basically, it's a really kind of cool look at like, okay, if there was really superheroes, they probably would have an agenda. They probably would have people sponsoring them. They probably would have like, it's very corporate in the sense that it's like, and a lot of them are, are pricks right off camera. Like, hello everyone. How are you? Blah, 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 blah. Let's help you do this. And let's help you do that. Yada, yada, yada. There's one guy called Homelander. And he's basically like a Captain America, Superman combo. There's Maeve, who's like Wonder Woman. Uh, what's his name? A train or O train or something like that. And he's like the, the flash. So there's, there's very similar mimicry superheroes of things that like already exist out there, but it's, it's just funny because they're like, they're like inspiring on television, everything like that. And then they're they're like behind the scenes, they're just assholes and they, they fucking hate people. Um, it's funny too, because people will walk up to them afterwards, like corporate people and be like, okay, you're trending with this age and this demographic. Um, you know, not so much with this. We got to find a way to increase your public image on this. Like it's all very calculated and everything like that. Um, and then there's, and, and, and even some of these superheroes have done horrific things like, like they've Harvey Weinstein people and, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So they've basically abused their power. Um, and then the boys are this group of people that effectively know that the superheroes are all bastards or whatever, and they're trying to, to shut them down. Um, cool show. 
I'm two seasons in very interested in the third. Um, but I haven't had a chance to just sit down and start a new season. Cause again, I, I, I work in 12 hour days. So the boys is coming in at number five, number four, a show called American horror story. I watched, I watched it a few years ago, a uh, few years, probably several years ago. Maybe when it first came out, I watched the first season, which was all based in a house. American horror story, um, is, is my understanding is it's a different story every season, which I've witnessed myself personally, but my, my understanding is that as it goes on, they kind of link all of these stories together piece by piece. Um, so it's a little, I'm not quite sure. I haven't seen huge evidence of it. I've seen little things, but nothing, nothing outright that connects the stories in a significant way. Um, but there is, uh, the first season, it's about like a haunted house. The second season, it's about an asylum. Third season is, uh, what was the third season? I watched it. Why don't I know what it was? It wasn't, was it Coven? Okay. I'm going to pause it. I'm going to tell you guys what it was. Okay. It was Coven. I think it's because I didn't see that one. I watched, uh, I watched them with Crystal. So, um, yeah, the, uh, where is it here? There was listed, had them listed seasons. There we go. Getting this off of, uh, off of Wikipedia. So season one was called murder house. Season two was asylum. Murder house was good. Um, it builds. So, um, I was telling you guys before I started watching them years ago, um, crystal and I bought, uh, like there was some, um, a sale on, on Apple TV or whatever. We could get like all the seasons for like a really good price. So we just bought them all. Cause there was like only, I think Disney plus or, or something had them on where it was like only up to season four. So I watched murder house myself years ago, asylum years ago. Um, and, and crystal and I had started watching freak show. She's a, a few, uh, seasons ahead of me. Um, but she's like, I'll rewatch, I'll rewatch some of them with you. So I basically, I watched murder house asylum and coven on my own. Um, we were watching freak show together. And then where I've left off is I think her and I together started watching season five hotel. Um, and that one was, uh, it's kind of lost me. It's a little weird. I mean, they're all kind of weird. So they're hard to keep track of. Um, then we started watching one called Roanoke, which is like these people buy a house in the, the country and they're getting like, there's ghosts and stuff going on, but it's done in this interesting little, like, it's almost like everything you're watching is a reenactment because they're doing interviews with the people who are actually there. And then there's different actors playing them. I don't know. We, we've gotten only a couple episodes and we might restart it, but I think hotel and whatever. Then there's like season seven is cult. Season eight is apocalypse. Season nine is 1984. Season 10 is called double feature. So excuse me. I, uh, I don't know what the hell's going on. There was one called like, I thought there was one called like election or something like that. Um, but anyways, um, still many seasons that I have not watched. And, uh, uh, that's, that's number four. So it's, it's a lot of them are the same actors, um, season by season. Um, if you watch them from season one, the, the murder house, you will not be disappointed. Season two asylum. I would say equally not disappointed. Um, and then season three is kind of like, I didn't, I don't get it. I didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Just wasn't what I was used to. Um, and then season four freak show was entertaining, entertaining. I wouldn't say it was a great story, but it was definitely entertaining. You're, you're, you're certainly involved the whole way through. Um, and then, like I said, coven has kind of just lost me. It's a lot of like, uh, vampires having sex with each other and not making sense. But then granted, I'm only like three, four episodes in. I don't quite get what's going on. Um, 
and Roanoke again, two episodes in didn't make sense. So I, I would like to finish it because I'm hearing good things about some of the other seasons that come later. But since they start linking characters in, it's, uh, you know, I, I don't want to just jump to another season and be like, hell with that one. Like it, it would be interesting to, to watch them. And sometimes you're like, I got nothing to watch. So it's, it helps, it helps to have shows. So number three, number three, trying to finish stranger things. So, um, I thought about telling you guys where I was at. So like the boys, I'm in, I'm starting season. I would be starting season three, American horror story. I would be starting. I'm going to restart season five. Um, stranger things. I am starting season four. I got like three, four episodes into it yesterday. Um, stranger things is an interesting show. Again, a lot of you probably already going to know about it, but it's, it's, um, it got a lot of attention when it first came out several years ago. Um, that first season is very fascinating. It's got, uh, it's basically, it seems like a lot of it is a love letter to, old eighties sort of feel, you know, feeling shows, maybe late seventies, early eighties. Like it's got ET vibes. It's got Goonies vibes. You know what I mean? Um, all sorts of sort of movies that were kind of taking place at the time. The soundtrack is very, you know, eighties and whatnot. So it's, um, it's, it's a, it was a good show. It was basically supernatural stuff and mysterious and government. Like, again, a lot of eighties movie vibes. Um, it wasn't bad. It was entertaining. Um, it stars, uh, Winona Ryder and whoever the guy that plays, I can't, I can't remember his name. I'm gonna have to find it though. God damn it. David Arbor's his name. Harbor. Uh, he plays Sheriff Hopper, but he was also in the black widow movie as like, uh, the Russian star, or whatever the hell the name is, was crimson dynamo or whatever his name was. Um, he also played Hellboy in like the Hellboy remake or whatever. So, but his, his fame, I would say probably came from, um, stranger things. And he even played like a bit part in, uh, black mass, I believe is what it was called with Johnny Depp where he's playing like uh, whitey bulger or whatever. And there's a scene from the trailer where he's sitting at a table and he goes, Oh my God, the steak is so good. You know, what's in it. And he's like, Oh, it's a family recipe. I can't tell you. And he's like, come on. Da, da, da. He begs him, whatever. He's like, it's like cayenne pepper, a little bit of garlic. Da, da, da. And he's like, I thought you said it was a secret. He's like, it's just, just a family recipe. He's like, no, you said this was a secret and you gave it up just like that. It becomes this really intense scene at the table. Um, but, uh, anyways, um, he's, he's, uh, I think he's a great actor. Um, stranger things is, you know, there's, there's alien vibes there's there's you know mystery and the kids have to save the day when the adults won't believe them like it's it's very much like those things from the 80s so um i find season after season they kind of just do the same thing um i don't find a lot of like innovation in the story it does not a lot of growth it's a lot of the same sort of you know, um, something happens, it builds, 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 threatens the whole town and, and, you know, and then the world, um, but they solve it at the very end. And then another thing happens and it grows, 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 it threatens the whole world. Then they solve it. And then another thing happens in the next season and it's blah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's the same thing over and over again. Like they solve it, but they don't quite solve it. And it's like, all right. So, um, it is entertaining. It is interesting. They do have funny scenes. There's some good laughs and some good things like that, but, um, I, I'm, some of these shows I think I get away from because I was just like, ah, I, I didn't find the, you know, there's cliffhangers at the end of each, uh, there was a cliffhanger at the end of the last one, I would say, but, um, not enough to get me to, to run back, but I did watch three episodes. So now I'm into it and I'm going to finish the season. 
Um, Stranger Things coming in at number three. Number two, Ozark season four. I think Crystal and I have been trying to finish season four for God knows how many months. We might be at the home stretch. I think we have about three episodes left. So it makes number two spot because I'm actually trying it. But um, Ozark, very Breaking Bad-esque. Uh, family forced to do illegal things to take, you know, protect themselves and take care of themselves. Um, they get into constant situations that you're like, how the hell are they going to get into this? And then they get out of it miraculously. So, um, Ozark, I would certainly recommend it stars Jason Bateman and Laura Linney. I know that one off by heart, <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's some other, I'm trying to think if there's any other actors who are big in that there probably are that I'm not thinking of, but, um, it's one of those ones too, where something that kind of sucks. And I find this with a lot of shows. Um, it honestly, the sad thing is it doesn't come down to like, uh, it's, um, all right. How do I phrase this? Where do I start? Cause there's all these ideas and examples coming to my head and I just, I don't want it to sidetrack me. Sometimes you don't get a resolution to something. Um, just because, you know, in the next season, the actor doesn't want to come back or they died or, and I don't mean in the show. I mean, like the actor themselves died. Um, you'll see it like dismissed all the time. Like for, just for example, in the second Austin powers movie, uh, they kill off Elizabeth Hurley right away. You know, Oh, she was a fembot. Boom. And Basil, she was, did you know she was a fembot? He's like, yes, we knew all along anyways. And he's just like, he makes his face. So it's like, they kind of make fun of it, just getting rid of it. Cause they, they brought Heather Graham in for the second, the, the, the next one. Right. I, I don't know why Elizabeth Hurley, Hurley just didn't do it. Maybe it just, there, there, there was no plot or storyline that they could write where Austin powers was just in a relationship. You know what I mean? So maybe they're just like, we just, we, we gotta get rid of you. How do we get rid of you? Um, but a lot of times, um, things happen where there's budget cuts. They can't afford to bring certain actors back. So instead of just continuing, maybe the story that the writers originally wanted to do, they got to get rid of somebody. And sometimes their explanation for getting rid of somebody doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Um, but I know in Ozark, there's a few parts where you're just like, we never got an answer on that thing, by the way. Um, maybe, I don't even know if sometimes things get written and then all of a sudden there's a budget cut halfway through the season and they can't finish an arc that they wanted to finish. Um, cause there was a couple things like that where just, it was building, 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 and then just nothing happens. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, um, I feel like that's what happened to Stephen King from like 1970 to like 1999. Like where just, you know, he would write these big long stories and he would wait for inspiration. He'd just get you in. And then it's like, Oh fuck, it's due tomorrow. Uh, everything explodes in uh, the end. It's like, Oh, weak. You know what I mean? So, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, that's sort of happened with Ozark a few times. There's some characters. I'm not going to spoil anything. If you haven't watched it, I would, I would definitely recommend it. And it is one of those shows you might need like four or five episodes to get into, but it will certainly, uh, it will certainly pay off. I promise you that. Um, and finally, number one spot, the show that, uh, I, I want to finish the most, um, better call Saul fifth season came out on Netflix. I still haven't even started it because, uh, I'd like to watch it with crystal. She wants to watch it too, but she hasn't seen she's not caught up and i think we're just going to restart it because she doesn't quite know what's going on um i have that too where i restart shows just because i can't remember what happened so i know that we're uh we're going to try to get that out of the way but we have four seasons to watch better call saul obviously a prequel to breaking bad it tells saul goodman's story i think it's awesome i kind of even like it better than breaking bad just because of the manipulation of the law in the show um 
I, I can't say enough good things about it, but if you want to watch better call Saul, I, I can't stress this enough. Please watch breaking bad first. Um, I took a long time to get into breaking bad. I tried several times to watch the show. I'd watch the first episode and just be like, I just don't really care. And that would be it. Um, some shows, you know, I, I remember I watched, um, I watched, I'm sure I've told you guys this before. I watched breaking bad once with my friend, Patrick, who was like, you gotta watch the show breaking bad. I watched the first episode. And I, I just, I didn't really care. I didn't feel super compelled to keep watching. I remember a few years later, I tried it again. Still didn't care. Watched the first episode. And I was like, meh, really, really didn't find it that, that fascinating. So I just with like when the show was in its like final season, it had just like ended or it was about to end that season. Um, I remember being like, well, everyone's raving about this show. So I'm going to, I'm going to watch it. So I watched the episode one again. Still did not care. Still did not feel compelled to keep watching. However, I'm like, I'm going to keep going. So I watched the second episode. Still didn't really care. I wasn't like, it sucks, but I just, I didn't care. I wasn't, I wasn't hooked. And it wasn't until the end of the, I think it was either the third or fourth episode where I was like, okay, I want to see what happens next. And then I want to see what happens next. And then that just becomes breaking bad. You're like, I next, 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 can't next, next. Like you, it's so compelling. Right. And I think that some of the seasons are only like six episodes long or eight episodes long. Um, so I would just say, if you haven't watched breaking bad, um, you do owe it to yourself to, I would say stick it out a few episodes in just because like I said, I can tell you right now, um, I didn't care at all, uh, three times watching the first episode. So maybe some people did not me. Not me and not at all, but I went through, pushed it, loved it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Would recommend it to anyone. I probably watched the entire season or series twice, maybe three times. Um, Breaking Bad, or sorry, Better Call Saul, more than happy to watch it again with Crystal. Love the series. Um, and there you have it. So, and then I can't wait to see what happens in season five. And I know that season six is the final season. So, um, I am absolutely enthralled with it. I think it's a great show. It's incredible writing. Uh, Bob Odenkirk is incredible in it. Um, and that's it. That's, that's, that's my top five guys. Top five this week shows I'm trying to finish. I would love to hear what your shows are. Um, you know what I mean? If you're, if you're watching series and you're like me and you know, you're busy, you're trying to get into stuff, more shit, shit keeps coming out faster than you can watch it. What would your top five list be? Shows that you're trying to watch, or you've been compelled to watch, just haven't found the time. What are they? Contact at one podcast.com. Love to hear about it. And guys, I am performing at absolute comedy the last week of July. Uh, that is the 26th through the 31st. You can get your tickets at absolutecomedy.ca If you want to come see if I still got it. Um, yeah, coming up this week, we're doing another festival. We're doing Asian fest starting uh, this week. And I believe it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday on spark street, all sorts of fun food vendors and everything like that. I will be building shit and, and tearing it down and all those things I hate doing. Um, so yeah, Asian fest, Asian fest this Friday to Sunday. Don't know the dates, but it's this Friday to Sunday. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, just know it's coming up a couple days. And if you live in Ottawa, you could be somewhere else in the country or whatever. It doesn't even apply to you, but I will have stories from it. 
I hope. Uh, good stories, not terrible ones. And uh, that's that's her, guys. Um, I appreciate you spending the time with me. As always, you can send me an email telling me whatever you want. You can send me a top five list of your own. You can you can send a suggestion for a top five list. Um, truly anything that you guys want, I'm, uh, I'm here for it. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. I'm, I'm glad to be back doing this, uh, hopefully regularly. I'm, I'm managing everything on the back end to make sure that setting up the podcast is a quick little five minute process. Um, and, and it's not, um, it's not something that's going to be so arduous that I, I can't get to it in time. Um, I was having a, a long day, very tired day today, and I really didn't want to, to, to do it. Um, just because, you know, I'm still fighting a little bit of a sinus headache and, and coughing and stuff. I just wanted to lay in bed. Honestly, I would have loved for today's day off to have been laying in bed, watching stranger things. I would have loved that. But, uh, but I love you guys and I love your commitment to, to listening. So I'm, I'm committed to, uh, to producing it. So, um, yeah, hope you guys had a great week. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye.